What started out as a worthless token created to help our listeners understand how crypto works is about to become a real thing with a real function to make crypto fair for everyone to mine. Ladies and gentlemen, today we welcome Marshall Long, crypto OG, to the show to discuss the creation of the new bad coin blockchain this may be the most exciting thing to come out of the republic of bad cryptopia and you aren't going to want to miss a satoshi second of this show dig your old pentium computers out of the attic because they just increased in value it's episode number 252 of the bad crypto podcast What an exciting day it is here in Bad Cryptopia, Mr. Travis Wright. You know, this is something we've been insinuating about for a long time. We were, you know, bad coin might be something someday. It might grow up. There's some things we're thinking about doing. But we was always, you know, very reserved on our things we would say about it because we didn't we had ideas of what we wanted to do but we needed to find the right team to make it happen we had you know we had some discussions with other people about making it happen and that didn't happen and then you know we ran into marshall long in uh you know we had him on the show and then we ran into him at um you know world crypticon in vegas playing poker and we had some conversations about it and he goes man i love that idea let's do it and he's got a team to make it happen and his team got excited and made it happen. Yeah, they really did. And uh, this is fantastic. So the blockchain is not yet live. It's going to go live on April 15th. But you're going to want to listen to all the details of why this has been created, what it is, how you'll mine with it, and when this whole thing gets started. Uh, before we do that, let's go ahead and talk about our sponsors really quick. LinkedIn is where people go every day to learn, to advance their careers. And LinkedIn gets what people are looking for, what they're interested in. So LinkedIn jobs is the tool on LinkedIn that you want to use to hire somebody because the matches are based on more than a resume. They match people on the, the things you would expect, like skills and background, but also their activities, their passions, their, their interests. So this helps to get you a relevant, qualified candidate. This person's going to be working for you. You want to make sure that they're spot on. You want quality hires. That's what LinkedIn Jobs is all about. They're number one. You can get... $50 off your first post to make that quality higher. If you go to linkedin.com forward slash bad crypto podcast, that's 50 in your pocket. LinkedIn.com forward slash bad crypto podcast. Terms and conditions do apply. All right. Also, we have Digitex Futures, which is a non-custodial commission-free futures trading platform. Uh, it has begun onboarding traders to the beta version of its platform right now, which they had over a million people waiting to get on this beta, which is pretty impressive. Uh, so this uh, this trading platform is going to eliminate all transaction fees as well as withdrawal and deposit fees. It's a total game changer in the futures market as no other platform allows traders to trade with zero fees. So after the beta is finished, uh, Digitex will roll out to the public in Q2 of this year. And uh, they have huge ambitious plans for the rest of 2019. This includes the full incorporation of plasma technology into the exchange. Uh, to offer decentralized account balances, the offering of additional futures market spot trading, also their mobile app, 
trainers who are interested in learning about how to purchase Digitex, uh, they can go to Digitex Futures forward slash buy hyphen DGTX, right? There you go. Check it out, digitexfutures.com. I've been watching Digitex, actually. You know, they're number 78. Uh, when I looked last weekend, they were like number 78 in the market cap and had hit nine cents and uh, lots of lots of volume going on there. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens if, if there is a run up towards the launch of their exchange at the end of April. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it got down to like three cents, 3.8 cents or something, uh, then up to nine cents, down to seven cents. Back up to back up to nine, maybe nine and a half cents, and then what is it back down to now? Eight something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Yeah. Moving back, it's moving around. That's eight. Yeah. So that's one of those ones that's that I've we've been watching that does that. So if you're playing if you're playing your cards right on that one with it going up and going down, uh, there's some cryptos to be made potentially if you are a trader. Crypto going up, crypto going down. With Marshall Long, he is here in town. Let's get to the interview with Marshall. Let's talk bad coin. Ladies and gentlemen of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia, four score and many episodes ago, Travis Wright and I came up with the idea for bad coin, and we discovered that we could mint our own token on the BitShares platform. And as a result of that, something like 48,000 people now are holding our completely worthless token that never had an ICO, isn't a security, and has absolutely no practical application. Uh, but things have changed, haven't they, Travis? Yeah, they had. You know, we had this idea. And for one, I mean, we thought it was really cool. Originally, when we started to do the bad coin offering, it was because we wanted to, to help, you know, the audience understand crypto and how to trade and, and set up crypto. And so we were able to send you crypto and you were able to try it out. But at that time, Badcoin had no value. Well, then we started thinking, well, what if Badcoin was mineable? What if mm. Badcoin could be mineable by only bad computers? Ah, because Bitcoin difficulty is really, really hard now. You have to have this massive server farm and spend a lot of money, um, you know, with the latest technology to have a chance at getting a Bitcoin reward, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what happens is, is you get the Jihan Wu's of the world who have the, who's the CEO of Bitmain, who has these huge server farms in China that is mining up all the Bitcoin. And so you get to this point where Bitcoin started to seem a little centralized uh, with its mining operations. And we said, F you, woo. And we said, <laughs> we, we need a coin that uh, we, we need a protocol and algorithms that uh, can, can stop that. That way anybody can mine fairly. If you want to mine on your, you know, your mom's ancient computer at home, as long as it connects to the Internet, then you can. If you want to mine on your smartphone, then you can. If you want to mine on, uh, you know, mine on your ASIC computer, well, you can, but we're going to throttle you way down so you don't take more coins from other people. So we, we had a great conversation with Marshall Long. You might remember we had him on uh, way back on episode 142. <laughs> back on episode 142. And uh, we, met, we ran into him at the World Crypticon in October, and we chatted with him about it. And um, he goes, man, that's that's a good idea. Maybe we can do something. And so yeah. here we are doing something. And uh, and we are getting ready 
to launch the bad coin blockchain soon and we're going to talk about it and we're going to welcome back a friend of us sh- the show and a really bad person in a good way mr marshall long hey guys good to be back uh let's get weird as always yeah, that's what we do. Uh, yeah, it was episode 142. For those of you that want to go back to the beginning, badco.in forward slash 142. Uh, but Marshall is a crypto OG. He was one of the first participants, you know, in, in Bitcoin mining. He, he helped to systematize mining. And uh, if anybody knows mining cryptos, it's this dude. And so we came to you with this idea and uh, talk a little bit more about what thoughts went through your mind. So, you know, I, I've been approached a lot about a bunch of different kind of projects. And the, the nice thing about you guys is you're like, hey, let's make something cool that may or may not have a practical use that just is cool. You know, half of the other people are like, hey, we're going to make something that changes the world. And then the reality is most of those fall very, very short of that. But uh, the uh, the original idea was, and, and it's been a big problem, right? In, in crypto in general, how do you incentivize people to um, not form massive pools? And it's a, a a big problem, one that's been talked about even as recently as we just got back from Satoshi Roundtable. There was a big discussion about that, and and I thought it was you know it was an idea worth taking a crack at. And you don't need to smoke crack to do it, which is good because smoking <laughs> crack is bad. It's whack. It's, it's not. It's not the good kind of bad. That's true. <laughs> So, so, you know, that was one of the thoughts. Yeah. We were like, man, let's make something cool. And, you know, originally I think we were thinking like, how cool would it be if, you know, the dumb phone, Nokia dumb phones could mine crypto. We we, we can't go that far back yet, but we can take it all the way back to the Pentium, right? If you can get on the computer, if you can still connect to the internet with it, then you should in, in most cases be able to mine. And, and so Marshall, talk, talk about this because this, you know, we gave you a kind of, you know, a rough idea of what we were wanting. And then you went with your development team and then you came back with something that just completely blew us away. This is now a, a hybrid multi-chain of five different blockchain algorithms all combined into one. So maybe tell us a little bit, like, what does that mean? What is the benefits of, of us having this super badass multi-chain? The, the reality is you could always mine on most things that connect to the Internet. That's That's been the case. However, the, the biggest issue is how do you make the incentives aligned such that you're not really inclined to roll on a bunch of hash rate in one central location? And that was kind of the, the hardest question. So my team and I, we've all kind of been together since, you know, some have been with me since 2010, some of them as recently as 2013, which in crypto's ancient and and these are the the people that I've built projects with on a lot of different things and and our background collectively we've made all kinds of projects one of them was the the first big mining protocol um one of our devs made so we we've kind of had the experience of doing all kinds of different things so the the biggest discussion was around what's the best way to disincentivize people from making a huge run at this thing, right? The the ultimate answer to that is make sure your coin's worthless, but that's not really a good answer. So the the solution we came up with that we think's a, a a good try at solving the problem is we have five chains running collectively, 
So it's you, you can think of a blockchain, but there's five ways to access that blockchain as far as the proof of work goes. Mm-hmm. And that gives a people with different devices able they're able to participate. Some people maybe only have a graphics card. Some people may only have a CPU. Some people maybe only have a phone. And some people might have Bitcoin and Litecoin ASICs. So that was the first thing. And, and the way we make that accessible to everybody is by running a multi-chain uh, setup. So once we had that, the real kind of work was around how do we make it so that people don't feel inclined to roll on a bunch of hash rate under their own stuff? And how do we try to make it so that it is the more bad you are, the more likely you are to be rewarded? And that's that's kind of where the genesis of the entire idea came from. The badder you are, the better the reward. Now, a lot of people are probably saying, "Well, wait a second. I've I've already got bad coin on BitShares." So, let's talk a little bit about what we're doing. When we minted bad coin on BitShares, we said there's going to be 10 billion of these ever. And to date, I think that there's about I don't know, 3 to 4 billion of them that are out there in the wild. Um, and there's like 48,000 people that are hodling bad coin of, you know, some amount. But what we're doing with this new chain is uh, since, you know, Bitcoin had 21 million, we thought let's do 21 billion bad coin on this new chain and all of the existing bad coin will be swappable in a one for one. So if you're holding 10,000 bad coin right now, you'll be able to swap out that 10,000 bad coin on BitShares to the new bad coin chain. Right, Marshall? Yeah, that's right. We've got that all set up under the domain. Um, is it badswap.net? I can't remember. Where do we put that, Trev? Bad, badswap.com. <clears throat> now, this isn't live so, yet. Just so you guys know, when you're hearing yeah. this, um, we're, we're planning on flipping the switch on the new chain on uh, April. Well, we're not sure exactly. We're not sure exactly. What you want to do is you want to go to badcoin.net and fill out the uh, get notification bar fill out that form and then when we go live you'll be the first to know okay. or or do that because we haven't got the exact date it's going to probably happen in april mm-hmm. do you want to know exactly when and there are four forty eight thousand five hundred and thirty nine hodlers of bad coin and it looks like right here the total supply that has been issued mr joe com is a little over five billion so okay far. so that means that um approximately uh 14 to 15 billion are going to be mineable yeah, that's right. So the the first thing is, what do you do with your BitShares version of Badcoin? So we've set up a, a way to do this. You can go to badswap.com, and that's an instruction website. Basically, all you have to do is send your bad from the BitShares wallet with a memo that contains your new wallet address. So you can go and download the new Badcoin wallet get it to make you an address. And then when you send from your BitShares wallet to the address that badswap.com gives you, in the memo field of your BitShares wallet, you'll include your new address. And then that burns your tokens and issues you tokens on the new chain, all on-chain, all transparently, all automatically. Yeah, and you're going to want to make sure that you follow the instructions to the letter because it's it's going to be very precise. We'll have a video for you to to walk you through how to do it because if you screw it up, guess what? The they're gone. 
right? That's it's just like sending your your uh, Bitcoin to the wrong address, uh, and we don't want you to screw it up. So just follow the instructions, and you don't have to worry about it. Now they can't do the swap before the chain is live, though, right? That's correct. So you won't be able to do anything until the chain is activated, and you know, um, technically, you could do it as early as block one. Yeah, but don't don't but don't yeah. go to that site and follow the instructions yet is what I'm saying because if you send <laughs> if you send your bad coin to the address that it tells you on the site, you're not going to get them yet. Not until we tell you. Sure. So we probably won't release the wallets for download until maybe a week before go live so people can, you know, kind of be prepared and uh fill out the wallet and get their addresses generated. Um so yeah, that'll be the the time constraint there. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I mean, to see what's, you know, from what started out as, as sort of a joke, right? Sort of a, hey, we want crypto to reward our users. And and now it could conceivably turn into something over time. And what is interesting to us is is how solid the, the blockchain ended up becoming when you're when you're taking the best of five blockchains and creating this hybrid that that becomes pretty pretty interesting. And so maybe talk a little bit about I mean I know people are going to want to know some of the specifics of it and and the the mining things but so you know you you set up this from five blockchain algorithms the SHA, the script, the Gretzel, uh Skeen and Yes script. It looks like those five. What what does that mean? If you go to badcoin.net you can actually see that under the mining solutions area but but what are the benefits and, and what do what what makes those relevant for us? Sure. So the the big thing was we wanted to make this as accessible as possible. So the of course the the Bitcoin algorithm is SHA. The Litecoin algorithm is Script. Now the other three are kind of uh, they've been around for a long time, but they're really not super optimized for any ASICs, and there's no real ASICs on the market for them. So we feel fairly confident that at least today. Um, these are algorithms. The other three are targeted towards GPU and CPU miners, just because GPUs are really good at a certain type of mining and CPUs are really good at a, another kind of mining. So the the way you can access the chain is through basically five different doors. And depending on what hardware you have available to you will depend on what's the best door for you to go into. Knock, 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 and figure out which door. So, is that pretty evident there on the on the mining software when you connect to to Bad Coin? It's going to say, you know, you're using this. Connect with this one, or do we need to make sure that people have that documentation to help them walk through that? So, in general, a GPU and a CPU will be able to mine the SHA algorithm and the Script algorithm. However, they're just not really good at it. If people want to kind of toy around with the different ones, that's fine. If the people who want to take it very seriously, they'll probably test around a few different ones. Um, but yeah, there, there will be instructions on the site that say, if you have a GPU, you should use this one. If you're mining from a cell phone, you should use this one, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, another thing I thought was really interesting is that we have one minute block times because each one of those five blocks is mining a block every five minutes. So basically... Every five minutes, there's five new blocks. Um, technically, there's going to be uh, one block every one minute in general. Um, you know, sometimes that might be longer or shorter just because you don't know how lucky people will get. But yeah, basically every five minutes, there should be five blocks on average on the network. 
So we're trying to be fast, 10 times faster technically than Bitcoin, uh, three times faster technically than Litecoin. So this is so bad coin is a better Bitcoin, right? That's that's maybe a, a better Bitcoin. a better Bitcoin. You know, well, the thing that excites me the most is that this really, in a lot of ways, levels the playing field for people to get into mining. Right. It's one thing to get into crypto. And hopefully we've taught a bunch of our uh, listeners how to do that. And by, you know, giving away bad coin and bit shares, some people have you know had the opportunity to basically play with virtually worthless currency. But now anybody you know, is going to be able to mine this. I mean, there, there's people in uh, in places that they don't have advanced technology who would never have a chance at mining um, Bitcoin. You know, they might log in and turn on a Dogecoin faucet somewhere, but they'll be able to use their old computers and smartphones to mine this anywhere in the world that uh, you're not shut off from doing so. I mean, I don't know if there's any laws against this in certain countries, but uh, it seems like it's going to be really easy for people to do. And that's kind of the point, right? I, I'm not sitting here and saying that, oh, we've created a silver bullet to decentralized mining. However, I do think we've done a pretty good job of taking a good crack at it. And the development doesn't stop here, right? We do have future plans to do even more crazy stuff. And I think this is a great starting point. I, I agree. It's, it's pretty exciting. So there's 21 billion bad coin now that's going to be in this new one. And um, in the Genesis block, those coins that have already been released are going to, I guess, be released on that first block. That way, people can go in and start claiming their their bad coin that they had before, correct? Is that how those works? That's right. So what we'll do is um, all the coins that are basically included in the BitShare stuff, all the liquid coins, those will be thrown into what we call a pre-mine. So when block zero is instantiated, basically when... When we kickstart the chain, right at that moment, those coins will just come into existence. And then we will silo those for the swap mechanism. And then starting from block one, you'll be able to mine whatever amount the network rewards you every one minute. So right now it's set to 2170 bad per minute. However, depending on how fast your computer is or how many people are mining on that particular algorithm. Those things are all subject to change, but that's the, uh, the general idea. Yeah. So there's 48,000 people though, who have bad coin. What if maybe only 10% or 20% of them are going to claim those? What happens to those ones that are left in limbo? So there's a few things we can either burn those or those can be distributed back into the mining pool so that people can retroactively mine those. So, so how do we like if somebody's holding them already, and let's say you know they're they're unplugged for six months, right? And they're and then one day they find out, oh, I've got bad coin, but they don't anymore. <laughs> so, if you set a time limit on the reclaim, then that would be the case, right? Now, the nice thing is we're doing the reclaim on the chain. So, since there's not necessarily a time limit. That's the, the only time it will, will be an arbitrary one, right? Outside of that, at any point, you could claim your bad coins. At so we any could time leave it. Unless we, we could leave it open. Those back we could we we could keep sure. it in there. And so, does that mean then? I'm just thinking this through. People will be trading on BitShares. They'll be trading the old bad coin on its chain, but they can also because it's a fork, basically. If we leave it like that, right? 
From a technical standpoint, it is not a fork because it is not from the same originating code base. But from a ideological standpoint, it is a, a hard fork. Sure. So I, I guess technically, until you go into your BitShares dashboard and say this coin is no longer active, uh, people can arbitrage the two chains. Sure. Don't be arbitraging, guys. <laughs> I mean, it's not nothing. There's nothing inherently wrong with that, right? Um, and in yeah. fact, you can see historically when Bitcoin had its first big fork to Bitcoin Cash, and then again from Bitcoin Cash to Bitcoin SV, you can see the the prices of these tokens going up because people are anticipating getting you know the new token, so they're trading around trying to position their portfolios so that they get advantage on both sides. So. Uh, I mean, that's just human nature, right? And what about like with Bitcoin, how Bitcoin halves every, what, 240,000 blocks or whatever the number is? What What is that like for us? And then how, how since we have 21 billion coins, I mean, we're we're throwing out a substantial more amount than than Bitcoin, right? Because, you know, Bitcoin did 50, 50 Bitcoin at first. We're, we're starting out with 2170. I assume that's because some of the some of the coins are pre-mined. Now, is that after X amount of blocks, it's going to have again? Or and then how long until all the bad coin is mined? Sure. So the, the halving schedule, uh, we're keeping very similar to Bitcoin. You know, it'll it'll have every four years or so. It's going to be based off a of block count. So theoretically, bad coin can live forever. Just like bad that. coin can live forever. I love it. That's... <laughs> <laughs> And this is open source too, correct? Which That's means right. the GitHub repository is live and people can go to that. I mean, I know that right now, since we're not live, it's not available to the public, but when will it be available to the public? So as soon as we kickstart the chain, as soon as we instantiate block zero, the Genesis block, the repos will be all live. The The GitHub will be switched to a public repo so people can dig through the code. Uh, the wallets will be all open source. So same time the, the chain goes live, all the source code will be so, live. So theoretically, somebody mm. could fork this and create bad coin, diamond, platinum, cash, crap coin. Yeah, you know, and that reminds me of really early, early days in crypto. Um, right when Litecoin came out, the, the big thing Litecoin did was outside of changing the, the mining algorithm was they changed the block time. So Litecoin was really fast. And then another coin came very soon after that, one called Feathercoin, made by a guy named Pete Bushnell. And basically what he did was he just copied Litecoin, changed the block time to one minute, and called it Feathercoin. And then right after that, there was a whole bunch of other ones where people would just take a project, copy it, tweak a few things. Uh, I mean, that's just kind of the open source way, right? So we were in Denver at ETH Denver a couple of weeks ago, and we saw Andreas Antonopoulos and he said that officially there have been 44 Bitcoin forks. Now, would this officially be the 45th or is this kind of a brand new hybrid thing? So this project was started from another one of our old, old projects you may have heard of called Myriad Coin. That was the first coin to do, to my knowledge, uh, multiple chains or multiple algorithms with access to one chain. Um, so we basically what we did was we took the groundwork we did there, changed a few things up baked in uh, a custom difficulty uh, calculator on top of, uh, in my opinion, one of the strongest difficulty protectors, which originated from an old project called Darkcoin, which is now called Dash. So it's it's a 
Frankenstein machine of a bunch of different projects with their own special sauce kind of sprinkled in to help with the uh, anybody can mine. And the more bad you are, the better. This is cool. So there's going to be some 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 um, crypto geeks out there scouring that GitHub and checking it out to see all the goodies that are inside. Huh? And, you know, probably what you can expect right off the bat for these people who really like to d- dive into these things is if you have a suggestion or you, you see a problem in the code, you just open up uh, a pull request and go through the open source workflow and, you know, we can make Badcoin even more bad over time. Oh, that'd be great. Sort of like we're, we, we, we're Badcoin core. <laughs> so I want to talk about the, the, um, the difficulty algorithm because, you talk, because you've told us that it's the dark gravity wave version three. And you said that's, that's from Dash, right, from when it originally used to be called Darkcoin. And that fixes a lot of the bugs in the KGW. What's, what's KGW mean, first of all? KGW, honestly, it's a pretty technical. Sounds I want to stay away from that. Okay. <laughs> it does. It does. But basically so that, dark gravity wave, what, is this, what does this mean? So basically, dark gravity wave is, is again, it was started by the Darkcoin guys, which is now Dash. But it's a, a way to protect your chain against somebody smacking down a whole bunch of hash rate, jacking the difficulty way up and then pulling off the hash rate to get the difficulty to crash way back down so that then they have an opportunity to do, you know, like a reorg attack or a 51% attack, these kind of things. So what it what Dark Gravity Wave does basically is it, when the difficulty goes way up, it won't immediately allow the difficulty to slam way back down if all, all of a sudden the hash rate pulls off. So you're protected against, you know, some of these real common attacks that you see real early chains go through that that was pretty important that we do that especially because we have five algos going to this thing but the second thing was how do we get people to want to mine with the crappiest device possible it's not an easy question to answer and there have been a lot smarter people than me try their hands at it with a lot of really fancy solutions and and basically what we came up with is and, and what we think will work. Um, basically, as the chain you're mining on goes higher and higher in difficulty, there's something called a target. And this target basically states that, okay, in this block, block one, two, three, the target difficulty and where we think the needle in the haystack of mining will be is between, let's just say, nominal 100 and 200. So we think that. Somewhere between 100 and 200 is where we're going to find this pot of bad coin. If you find it closer to 200, that means you're probably mining with better hardware. And in fact, what we do is we change the block reward based on that target. So we take the delta there, the difference between what we think the target should be and what it actually turned out to be. We make that the differentiator between you getting paid 2170 bad coins and you getting paid less. Basically what that means is the better the gear is, the closer to the target your miners will find the, what we call a golden nonce, basically the needle in the haystack. And if you find it close to what the network thinks is the quote unquote target, then that means you're running good hardware, which means we'll penalize you. However, if you find it underneath the target, you'll be rewarded more. And that's kind of our solution and our secret sauce to how we think 
we can reward bad miners. Yay. So, you know, to be candid, Mr. Travis Wright and I both are hodling our portion of bad coin, and we'll have some here. And of course, Marshall and his team are going to have some. And we're putting aside probably about a couple billion or so that we're going to um, put into a bad coin foundation, right, Trev? Yeah. So we have, uh, we're in the process of chatting with Wyoming right now to have our foundation in Wyoming. Uh, because that is the friendliest state when it comes to blockchain projects. And that's the thing about Badcoin, guys, is that there's no Badcoin headquarters. It's just like Bitcoin. There's no Litecoin headquarters. There's no bad Bitcoin headquarters. But we are having a Badcoin foundation. And you can check that out at badfdn.org or just go to badcoin.net and click on the foundation button on the top navigation. And so our whole point is we want to be in Wyoming. That's we had a great conversation with Caitlin Long and uh, who's doing a lot of helping out with a lot of blockchain initiatives over there. And she put us in touch with a great attorney and a great law firm over there to get set up. And so Wyoming, it is. And so we're going to be doing cool stuff with those two billion. I will do some marketing stuff and then we'll do some other things with that as well. But it's mostly all about, you know, helping Badcoin get more adoption and educating people about how to mine, educating them about crypto. And just kind of, you know, us, you know, you know, helping helping people figure out this whole space as as leaders as we've grown into and help we want to help mass adoption. And so you know what? This is a tool that can really help you know, folks with mass adoption for mining. And we want people to understand it and and, and have fun and, and eventually make this thing a profitable venture for the folks who are mining it. So we'll have a foundation uh, as well to set up and uh, we have some other stuff brewing as well. We'll be brewing some coffee. Uh, I want to know about the mining pools, Marshall. Like when this thing opens up on day one, how, you know, how do people set this up? How's that going to work? Sure. So as it is now, it's going to be open source. So that means technically on launch day, if somebody is savvy enough to spin up their own pool, they'll 100% be able to do that. However, reality is it's probably not going to be the case just because making a pull from a brand new coin is not super easy. Uh, I'm sure over time that will be the case. However, day one, we have structured what we're going to call the quote unquote trusted pool, although I hate using that word, that we have set up. And it's going to be under the domain badcoin.cryptocoinpools.com. And that will be a pool that my team and I run and maintain in conjunction with Mr. Joelcom and big T. Um, and, and so day one, they'll have a place to go to make it real simple and easy to mine. Just because mining, there's a bunch of different ways to do it, but we're just trying to make it as streamlined and as easy as possible. And that'll be the place mm-hmm. for that. So the domain for this is badcoin.cryptocoinpools.com. And again, that's just the one that we run uh, in conjunction with uh, Badcoin guys. And uh, of course, there will be others that have different uh, fee structures, what have you. That will pop up around that. But uh, day one, this will be the one you can go to. And is there like a really easy tutorial place for people to how to how to jump on? I know that's one thing we want to do is to get some some videos from some YouTubers to show people how to mine bad coin. But you can't mine bad coin until the bad coin blockchain is live. And uh, we're not going to take that live until we're ready to take it live. And so, you know, there's going to be some folks who are like, oh, my God, this is great. I want to mine. Is there a resource that you would go to say what's the best? how to easily learn how to mine 
for this. Sure. So uh, one we're gonna get emails, bro. We're going to get emails and go, I can't mind. What do I got to do? And I'm like, no. Nah. So we're not, we're not customer support. Two <laughs> things. Uh, first thing is I'll make sure that we put a, a video up on the site. I'll just make a quickie video explaining people, you know, what software to download and how to plug in the right information and credentials. Uh, however, be on the crypto pools yeah, site or it'll be on, on badcoin.cryptocoinpools.com. Bad however, okay. uh, for mining in general, I would say hitting YouTube. Um, the best channel I know of, a good friend of mine, would be Bits B Trippin. They, uh, they do a great job. They've done all kinds of mining stuff, known them for over half a decade now. Um, if you just want to learn more about mining in general, I would say that's the spot. For I'll bet. Would he be willing to uh, make a video showing people how to mine bad coin? I don't see why not. Mr. B trip and bits. <laughs> yeah, that would, that'd be cool. What up? What yeah. up bits? <laughs> what up my bits? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. So for one, we really appreciate it, man. We think this is, is phenomenal. We've been really excited about it. And you know, we've, we've, We've teased our audience for over a year. Such teases. Right? Uh, we're going to do something. <clears throat> we have some ideas. We want to do some things with this. We're not quite ready yet. And then um, we've uh, partnered with you guys and, uh, you know, the, the OGest of the crypto OGs. Well, and we're really, you know, now that it's going to be there, the real question is, well, what do you do with that? And it's really, it's up to you guys. You know, if you want to mine it, mine it. You know, if you guys want to transact with it, transact with it. We're going to see about getting uh, the 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 coin listed on various exchanges. And of course, um, but if you want to say, hey, I'll provide the service or sell you something for bad coin, then that's a simple agreement between two people that are willing to spend and or receive bad coin. It's up to you to use it. Yeah. And if there's an exchange that you like that you want bad coin listed on, feel free to reach out to them. Yeah. Uh, and then also, I think we're going to need some volunteers to help out with some stuff on like community type of things. And just like how Litecoin does their foundation, we're going to need some folks who want to help out and be part of the community a, a, with a with a more leadership role. So we'll explore some of that stuff a little bit later on. And um, I mean, we're, we're really excited. I mean, this is for the community. Like, you know, when we chatted with Marshall about this, it's like, man, you know, if we could get people all over the world being able to mine bad coin, this thing could actually take on could, could take on a life of its own. It could become a valuable coin. And then when he came back and said, oh, it's it's even cooler than what we thought it might be. Right. Because here it is. Five bitcoins or five hybrid blockchain algorithms you smashed into one. And um, I think it's pretty phenomenal. I, I want to ask you this, Marshall, because you said that you you talked to the Satoshi uh, Roundtable about this. You you sort of pitched it to them. I want to hear how did you pitch this to these other crypto OGs who are super smart who've been in this game for a while? Because you mentioned that a lot of them were pretty impressed with with what you were what you were throwing down. Yeah. So every year, you know, we have Satoshi Roundtable. It's a real small kind of crypto retreat. And one of the, the the way that thing is structured is everybody kind of puts ideas up on the board and uh, about what they want to talk about. And then we kind of say, okay, if you want to talk about this, then you go to this room, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the topics that I didn't even bring up um, was how to decentralize mining. And I didn't even go into that thinking, oh man, Bitcoin's a really great way to kind of fix this problem. So I'm sitting there and, and you know, we, we're having a good conversation and people are talking about some of the work that uh, a guy named Matt Corrallo is working on. And and then I just kind of sat there and I thought, man, I think we maybe have already fixed that with Badcoin. 
And they said, okay, well, what's bad coin? And I kind of explained it, the, the idea. And they're like, hey, that's a pretty novel approach. You know, let us know when it's live. And, and these are, you know, all my peers, the, the CIO of Bitfury was there, the CEO of Genesis Mining was there, all my good friends. And they all thought it was a pretty interesting idea. So, uh, you know, the, the reality is you only know over time, but uh, consensus was it's a pretty good idea. Decentralized mining. That's not something that um, that's, that's sort of the problem we were trying to kind of solve. Right. Because it's unfair. We just. We just wanted to make a, a fairer crypto for anybody to mine, and that's how I sort of position it. It seems like it's a it's a more fair Bitcoin, right? But the aspect of having decentralized mining is it, it's a whole, it's a game changer. Like this is potentially, if it works the way that you know we suspect it will, this could potentially be something pretty awesome. Now, don't hype it up, Mr. Travis Wright. This is not investment advice. This is still a worthless crap coin, okay? But it's going to be up to the public to bring value to it. You know, again, there's no ICO here. We're not selling anything. Uh, if you're already holding bad coin, you're still going to be holding bad coin. If you want to mine bad coin, you'll get bad coin. If you want to transact with it, it's up to you to put value and it's up to the marketplace to determine what it's worth. If it gets listed on exchanges, then the market will dictate what it's worth. So no no hype in there, no pumping and dumping there, Mr. Travis, right? Not gonna... dumping anything, Mr. Jokom. <laughs> I have to dump on your head. <laughs> God is that. Marsh Marshall is uh, has been dumped on a, a bunch lately, haven't you, Marshall? Hey, look, man, emails from you cats at uh, inopportune times, I will say, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, Mr. Travis Wright, are you ready to take us out? I guess so. We're ready to go out. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, bad coin. It's not good coin. Here we go. We got Marshall Long in the house once again, yo. This is the worst outro ever. 21 billion bad coin in your face. Yeah, boy. Thanks, Marshall. Hey, guys, thanks so much. We're uh, looking to do some good stuff. You know, Marshall's got a pretty significant background. Uh, you know, he's the CTO of Final Hash. He is the co-founder of EOS.Fish. He, uh, he's in the esports industry. He's the CEO of Market Esports. The dude has got it going on, and I cannot wait for this blockchain to go live. Yeah. So Marshall, you know, is considered to be one of the very first Bitcoin miners to systematize mining. There was a... The very first time I heard about Marshall Long was on a documentary about Bitcoin, and I think it was on Netflix. And uh, that you know, he talked about his his initial mining operations that he had set up, in like a big warehouse, and how he was mining all this crypto. And so it was really great to have an opportunity for one to interview him on the show. I believe you and and Rachel Wolfson interviewed him because I was out of town or something I was un unavailable to interview on that first call. And then when we ran into him in at Halloween at World Crypticon, really had a great conversation with him. Great guy. Now it's like, you know, what? what's so great is that, you know, here's this crypto OG who now we consider to be, you know, pretty good friends with, which is which is awesome in its own right. But then when he decided to take on building and his team building Badcoin, that was just such a joy. And then his team got so excited about it. And they've been together since a lot of them have been together since 2010. And. Uh, the newest ones, I guess, on his team have been there since 2013. So these are people that have been working with, with Marshall for at least six years. And 
you know, they're saying, oh man, we could do this, we could do this. And then all of a sudden they build this peer-to-peer multi-chain that's built on five blockchain product protocols that mixes it all together and makes it makes it fantabulous. And so, you know, if if you've received bad coin, you're gonna want to do the bad coin swap when that goes live. So you're gonna want to go to badcoin.net to make sure to you know put your name on that joint. You're gonna join the waitlist there. That's where the waitlist is. It's not emailing us. It's not messaging us on social saying, hey, where do I switch out my bad coin? It's all there on badcoin.net, and you're going to want to get updated on that because when it goes live, you're going to want to be the first to know because you're going to be the ones that's going to be able to start mining it before everybody else, before we publicly announce when that goes live three or four or five days later on the next podcast. So you're going to want to know. You're gonna, The first few people who are mining are going to probably be able to mine a lot more because not going to be anybody else mining. So, yeah, and don't email yeah. us asking, uh, what is my swap work? Or uh, It's not live yet. So don't don't try to do anything yet. Just the only thing you should do is find your keys for Badcoin on BitShares and have that so that you know when it is time to go. And we'll be announcing mm-hmm. that. You, This is not the last you've heard of this. This is just the beginning. <sighs> yep, yep. Very exciting. And again, Mr. Joel Kahn, what's so exciting about this is that this blockchain is open source. So anyone can then take this blockchain and build a coin on top of it. And there's so many use cases that could be done with that. And so, you know, we're excited to see what people are going to do with their bad computers to mine bad coin. I'm excited to see bad coin take a life of its own as this blockchain is then used to make the world a better place because there's so many applications when everyone in the community can mine at the exact same sort of level of fairness where you don't have those Jihan Wu's of the world, you know, mining all of it. Everybody gets to mine whoever wants to mine. And so I think that levels the playing field pretty well. Excellent. Well, if you're not bad already, then bad coin will help you to stay bad. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.